Hello, I'm Damon. Hey everyone, it's Ed. And I'm Audra. And we are Podcast of the Damned. It has been, we didn't have a show last month, but, um, you know, it's We're, free and, you know, shit happens. So yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it, fuckers. There's been a lot going on. Yeah, we're man. busy. We're no, yes, absolutely. Two of you got kids. Yeah, which is like a 24-7 job. Yeah, that's this is true. Little um, bastards. I guess part of the reason I couldn't really do it, uh, we'll just start out what, what how we've been doing since you know the last month, just kind of get everyone caught up. For me, all I've my my life for the last month has been work, painting my fucking house because it was just my <laughs> wife and I now. doing it. So work just and outside, then work. just doing exterior exterior. But we're also yeah working then work. We yeah. also <laughs> changed the deck, the back deck. Did you see it? I saw a side of it. It looks nice. Yeah, thanks. It's very good. Yeah, we can't, you know, shocked that it's really starting to come together. It didn't, it's, you know, it's been going on for the last two months. We're almost, we're close to it's finishing slow. painting. Slow process. Well, there's only three people painting it. Yeah. Excuse you me. Hire Technically people. one person at a time, but three people working on it. Heather, myself, and the guy we hired to get us started. Right. So we're almost there. Pumping through. Yes, but um, so my plus you work graveyard. Yeah, plus I work graveyard. Ed works graveyard, and I work evenings. So it's just kind of hard for us to you know get our ducks in a row at the same time, even once a month. Yeah, we all have to. You always have to ink out time. So sorry, folks, we're a little late, but we're here. We're here now. Let's have a good time. Yeah. All right, everybody. Take your clothes off. <laughs> the way you said it, let's have a good time. Hey, let's have a good time. <laughs> Just do this. This Coke isn't going to snort itself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, what have you, we've all, what have everyone's been watching over the last uh, month or so? Are we talking about horror or just everything? Just whatever. Whatever you've been watching. Well, my big event recently is I saw Eddie Izzard live. At Keller Auditorium. Auditorium. Oh, nice. So that was a sweet stand-up show to watch live. Was he good? He was very good. And He's of course, always good. He, of course, oh. he was in drags. Right. I was like, he was in high heels, like high heel boots that looked like came up to his Jeez. knees. I was like, And he's walking around the stage. He's very he's active. He's obviously got Vicodin and Flexerol for after. <laughs> well, I, I think back in the day, he was a big... Like he used to snort a lot. I think back in the day, there's mm-hmm. a edit... There's a version of... That back, what's the name of Dress to Kill of his stand up Dress to Kill? Yeah, where he just is snorting up his nose, <laughs> like right oh. at the beginning. Like, oh, wow. It, like, wow, he's either got a serious sinus or something else is going on. But no, it was a great show. Um, was there any openers? No, just him. Oh, wow. and it was like over two hours long. Wow, nice. so it's like a one-man show, yeah, really, yeah. instead of like uh, more or less of a stand-up. It was a good show. Eddie Izzard's great. He wants to get in politics. He keeps talking about, but we'll see. This, so this might be his last run. Didn't he do like a crazy thing a couple years back? Like he did, he ran a marathon a day for yeah. thirty days, like twenty-seven and thirty-five days or something That's like. Fucking nuts! Yeah, he had some crazy, and he would never train before. Just started doing it. Yeah, just kind of jumped into it. He talks about it on the stand-up a bit. And it was rough. And then he tried the ocean. 
where you swim, mm -hmm. and he talked about throwing up and throwing up in the middle of the ocean. You get nothing to grab onto, <laughs> so you're just floating and oh, you're just barfing and floating in your puke. <laughs> he had seagulls following him. Oh, gross! But he didn't get he didn't do that one apparently not that much. Oh. But it was a good show. If you've never anyone never heard of him, check him out. Yeah. All right. What else you been up to? Uh, what else you been watching or any other eventful things going on? I watched the last three episodes of Chernobyl. Mm. Oh, uh, see, I'm that. afraid to watch that because yeah, the nuke thing is what really scares me. It's, so. it's fucked up. Yeah, and yeah, it's, I don't know if I can watch it. The crazy part about that is that they said there's not a lot of embellishment. Is like this is yeah, how it I've happened. read about it, it and I've seen pictures from when they people in the last like in the late 90s uh -huh. early 2000s who just went there and took pictures yeah, yeah. and, and it, it's fucking creepy and that Jeez. was you know, like maybe almost 20 years ago those yeah. pictures and just just it looks well, like actually literally people 30 just years ago yeah How well old? no the pictures that were taken oh. were 20 years ago like the early aughts okay when okay, they gotcha. when they finally could go f back there yeah and be there for like oh ten minutes at a time mm -hmm. without you know and wearing little things. There's like actually a gal online who rides her motorcycle into those places and takes pictures. And she stays like she wears the the badge, uh -huh. you know, uh -huh. and stays just as long as she can. And then get out. Yeah, and she's gotten pictures of wildlife and stuff. Um, oh man, it's cr it was Somebody. it's a dark dark yeah story and and. Read a couple of things online about it that Russians are a little upset about it, and they they're gonna make their own version. Of course they are. But I mean, it's it's fucked up. No matter how it really well, happens. Well, maybe they should do one on Three Mile Island, the reality of it too. And all the mutations. There's, there's just so many weird shit coming out of there now. Yeah, and there's they put something new over it recently, like a, a big metal chunk over it, but it's still is not a hundred percent at all. Mm. It's better, but not a hundred percent. But yeah, it was deep. It was a deep. Yeah, it's a every, dark. It's a dark story. It's like ninety percent of the people on the show, you know, are gonna die soon. I don't know the if people I can in do it, it. How about the people that look like the guy that's going in there to fix it? He knows he's not leaving. He knows. Yeah. Oh, so or the ones that are they know they got to do it and leave, but they know they're just committing. You know, we're gonna have cancer in like five years. It's a good mini series. Well, it's like six episodes, I think, mm -hmm. on oh. HBO. It's hour. Yeah, long I don't know if each. I can do it. Yeah, it's, it's it's. Yeah, I started it. I'm not as far in as you are, but it's. it's I only it's watched heavy. the last three episodes. It's so heavy. Figure it's like Titanic. I yeah, know if you watch, happen. if you watch Handmaid's Tale, you can watch this. Okay. I mean, Handmaid's Tale. That show, I can, I can, they put them all out, or you know, I I'll let the show lapse. Uh huh. Until they build up like two or three episodes, and I was like, "Oh, I'll just watch all four. I can't. Mm -mm, it's two no. at a time at you the watch most. It too? Yeah. It's okay. so depressing and oh. so real. That's what and you have a penis, so imagine how I feel. Yeah. I sit there going, "Thank God, thank God, well, I had that insurance yeah. back then, so I could get my tubes tied. So I'll just be a Martha, knowing <laughs> that I'll probably be the Martha get sent to clean up the radioactive yeah. stuff because I am a lippy kind of gal." <laughs> But everyone, everyone I hear that talks about the show says the exact same thing as you guys say that it's rough because yeah. it could it's happen. Rough. Well, the crazy thing Every is the woman. Of it the book happen. is even bleaker. Oh, it's based on a book. It's based on a series of books. Oh, I see. Oh, <laughs> she said, yeah, it. yeah. She said, I'm currently reading it. The author <laughs> said, came out in 1985. Yeah, she said, 85. Okay. 
they asked her about how did she come up with this, you know, this universe. She said everything she did, she piecemealed it together to tell the story, but everything that the women are going through happened somewhere in our history. World oh, history. So she's just taking things. She's from like, history. all this has happened. It's just not all at once and not all in one place. Okay. Trying to find she has a very interesting forward. Now, the interesting thing is this book came out in 1985, yeah. and this would have been the prime kind of shit that I was reading back then, but because I grew up in Boise, this shit wasn't there. They okay. won't allow it? They well, they probably allowed it, it, but they probably just didn't order it. Mm. You know, the, the major bookstores probably were like, oh, well, you know, they're not censoring, they're just not presenting, if oh, they're not okay. required to, right? And um, so... I'm now reading it as an adult going, I probably wouldn't, as sheltered as I was, have understood a lot of it, but uh, I'm trying to find where she talks about, she was very, it was very important to her that everything she included, um, let's see, let's see, uh, is a handmaid's tale a prediction? That's the third question I'm asked increasingly, as forces within American society seize power and enact decrees that embody what they were saying they wanted to do, even back in 1984 when I was writing the novel. No, it isn't a prediction, because predicting the future isn't really possible. There are too many variables and unseen possibilities. Let's just say it's an anti-prediction. If the future can be described in detail, maybe it won't happen. But such wishful thinking cannot be dependent on either. So she's basing it all on shit that's happened. Mm. And fully okay. writing it not to be an anti-religion, but... Yeah. So. So, yeah. You should check it out. You, all right. You, you have Hulu? Yeah. It's and on Hulu. And now, I'm going to tell you, I have straight up fallen asleep to The Exorcist multiple times. The original? Yes. I like that. Okay. Movie. Uh, he's seen like me movie. fall asleep. Mm -hmm. what, 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 you, I fell asleep to the original Halloween. Yeah. Um, you've seen me oh, fall yeah, asleep to that. like multiple horror movies. I watched it's... an episode of Handmaid's Tale before I went to bed. It is not graphically violent. It is not gory. It's all, it's... It, it's all in what's going on. I had a friggin' nightmare about being like kept captive and my laptop was in a, in a, in a sink. And I like snatched up my laptop and was running out of this place with this big man pursuing me. And my phone, I looked at my phone case and it was full of water too. So it was like all my communications were being cut off. <laughs> and, and so I'm like, and I'm like, I don't have nightmares because I write some, he knows some of the shit I write, uh -huh. you know, that's a little fucked up. <laughs> and I, so that show I have to watch during the day because I can't go to bed because it will give me nightmares. All right, I'll give it a try. It seems like uh, she's winning the main character. Yeah, the but little every, commercials it's, but it's, I see. But they're like little battles. Every yeah, they're very little battles. Okay. And every time she, even if she, even though she if she com completes a task or gets uh -huh. something done in the positive, there's another chain something. Of yeah, it ha she had to do something fucked up to get there, or or it creates another, or it creates this wave, or something worse is going to happen. Sometimes. Uh, not even, you know, hers. Like, just, oh. it, it's so fucked up. It's All a right. good show, though. I remember another movie I watched. What else? I want to speak of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, um, I think I know what you're going to say. It's a Netflix one. Uh, I Am Mother. Oh, is that good? That was really good. 
I, 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 I my, looked at it, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's in my queue, but I haven't watched it's it. It's all. Yeah, I didn't notice this, and I like it when movies do this. I hate it when they like push that it's an all female cast. Yeah, and like you gotta see it because it's an all female cast. But this movie is an all female cast, and I didn't know that going in there, even notice it because it's it's just a good story. Yeah, it's even the robot, the mother. Isn't she voiced by uh, she's Charlize Theron? Yeah, the girl from I think she's in the Sidious series. Mm. Oh, I haven't watched any okay. of those. Or um, the bride. She's in the bridesmaid movie. Oh, okay. Uh, she's in a couple of things. Oh, the X Men, one of the crappy ones. Oh. Um, but yeah, it was. It's a good movie. I liked it. All Not right. much of horror, but. Okay. Um, what about you, Audrey? Well, as far as watching, as we discussed The Handmaid's Tale, um, <laughs> I did um, over f- uh, the fourth and the fifth. I I binged Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. There's no the spoilers. Third, yeah, no spoilers. I won't spoil. I'll just say I enjoyed it, and they continued on, and they did a good job at being <laughs> creepy and and finding a way to continue the story that wasn't just like what the fuck. Okay. Right, yeah. You know, there are some a- avenues of it that I was like, eh, but. It's really good, and it's creepy. So, and because they have to, because that show is so good. I mean, first season knocked it out of the park right away. Yeah, yeah. It has high standards now. Excuse me. All right, it's really good. I have to give that a try. And of course, I like the way they left it open for the next season. I I thought about that while I was watching it go down, and I thought, Uh hmm, I bet you that person isn't dead. You know, oh, so okay. and they didn't come out and say that that person wasn't dead, but there was just a, an off comment that. You know. Yeah. Like I heard, know. I heard the creators say something like four seasons. Maybe they're just gonna do of that show. Well, I can't see it going on much yeah, further. No, especially they, kids you know, it, grow it, up. it has a finite lifespan simply because yeah, the kids, right? Mm-hmm. Look at what happened to Harry Potter when they kept trying to make it grow with the kids and they got to teenagers and it's like I don't care anymore <laughs> I don't care about but, um, kids. another um, there have been two movies I watched alright um, that come to mind because I've watched a bunch of shit right uh-huh. okay one of them and I hate rom-coms I'm not a chick flicky chick um, but my roommate Brandon he likes to make women in the room watch chick flicks with him so that he doesn't feel like he's... <laughs> I'm watching <laughs> because she's here. Yeah, yeah. what are you going to do? This is, yeah. this is Even though he's the one <laughs> that's been broad. like, come on, come on, let's watch it. Come on, it looks good. Let's watch it. Right? Uh-huh. So it's called Always Be My Maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ali I saw Wong. that. I saw oh, that. my God. It was oh, I love, I love freaking... Ali Wong. I do, too. She's her stand-up... Awesome. I watched she her is. second stand-up recently. You saw the first one where she was eight mm-hmm. months pregnant. Yep. Well, then she did another one now, two years later, yeah. where she's pregnant, but she doesn't say anything about the current pregnancy. Yeah. Just bitches about, like, th- oh, all the cool. reasons why I don't have any. Yeah. In any case, <laughs> I loved her. What cracked me up, and other than a... St- the only spoiler I'll give is Keanu Reeves plays himself. Actually, Keanu Reeves plays a caricature of himself. Yeah, that's what I heard. He just and has, steals the show. Hilarious. Okay, so yeah, yeah. It's something yeah, I've been he's pretty to check funny out. in it. He's, and, I don't know. Kenny Reese has had this, this resurgence. Yeah, mm. I mean, he's like, and it's like, I mean, well, he's the John Wick become movies. The actor I always hoped he would be. Yeah, he's like the John Wick movies. 
you know, <coughs> it's weird. He's still his range is still very limited, small, very <laughs> limited. But people are a fan of him. You know what I mean? Well, it seems just he just seems like a to, generally nice person, down to earth. Yeah, yeah. Not about the money. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, you know, even though I don't like chicky flicky things. Uh-huh. Yeah, that. But me neither. But that's something that's in my queue. I've been wanting to check right. It out. Right, and Heather would probably like, even though your wife Heather doesn't really even watch movies. No, the last she one might we, get a fucking kick out of it. Oh uh, yeah, she liked. Uh, she forced me to watch, which I ended up liking. But she was like, "Come on, sit with me and watch this." I was like, "Fine, you know, as long as it's not a musical." And it was, um, oh, Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, I haven't watched that. Yeah, yet. That was actually either. pretty yeah. good. <laughs> I was like. You know what? I, I it went from tolerating it uh-huh. to wanting to see how it ended. Right. And I was like, hmm. yeah, it was snuck up on me. It was good. That's on that's on Hulu right now, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the other one I watched more recently that comes to mind that is worthy of discussing. Mm-hmm. Um, Bad Night at the El, yeah, Bad Night at the El Royale. That's a great movie. <gasps> I was Wait, that's fucking amazing. Chris Hemsworth, right? Yes, that's a great movie. Oh my god. I was yeah, so impressed I with... Now, I, I've always... You know, I like Hemsworth. All right? Um, I've seen him in Thor, of course. Mm-hmm. I've seen him in... Um, we watched this other movie that was about the SEAL team that went in at, at, and, at for Bin Laden after 9-11. And, I haven't and, seen that one. Okay, it was a good movie. It's not my... I, I'm not really into the war thing. Uh-huh. But... His range as an actor, I was like, oh, his American accent is actually believable, mm-hmm. and his acting is good, and he's not being a superhero, but it was still an action movie. And it then was, I saw yeah. Bad Night at the El Royale. He's so against type. I was like, he's got range. He's got great range. Uh, yeah. And he's got timing. He's oh, his comedic yeah. stuff is good. It was he's yeah. amazing. He's a great... Yeah, he's, he's you know, it's kind of like... And playing off Jeff Bridges. Yeah, no shit. That was that was an excellent. That was a hidden gem. Yeah, it was like it was, was like, like when I saw it in the theater. I was like, this movie should be more popular. Yeah, people aren't watching this. Well, remember, okay, DVD, but remember when honest. Twin Peaks came out and when Dune came out, they weren't popular. But now everybody's like had a resurgence of it. Well, Twin or, Peaks was very popular. But this, mm, yeah, it was, it was, but not not as. We we used to have watch parties at Brandon Hour in high school. Yeah, Everyone well, when V to was on, they gave us time off of school to go see, to see V, v so on TV. V? Yeah, remember really? V? Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> they like gave us a half day the first time for the day it was, you know. Well, that came on at night. <clears throat> yeah, so that we could go home and be with our families and get ready to watch it. God, it was a different time, Ed. You were, and you were, in any case, <laughs> while well, I grew up in the nineties, while I was yeah, watching we're, we're, this, this is eighties. For is us, 80s, it yeah. was for me. Uh, they school let us watch, uh, let us go home early to watch Roots. Yeah, or they would tape it. Someone and bring it off for the audiovisual day. Yeah, Roots is seventies, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, but it came out. We're talking like eighty, eighty-one, when we're like in grade school. Excuse me. Well, I was in grade school. I was I in was, eighty. I was in the fourth grade, fourth or third grade. In eighty, I was in fifth, fifth or sixth. Would yeah, because I was in the third or beginning. fourth. It's either for me, it's third or fourth. So you yeah. would be fifth or sixth. Yeah. And Ed was not born yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was Ed not was born yet. Four <laughs> more years away. Yeah. But um, you know, the bad. Uh, the first thing watching it is. 
I immediately knew that the characters weren't who they said they were. Simply because it just... It had a very Pulp Fiction-esque It, it had very Pulp feel. Fiction meets Twin Peaks. Yeah. Don't the trust whole time. anybody. Yeah, everybody was so I was like, the whole time, I'm like, visually, this is very David Lynch. Mm-hmm. The characters are very Tarantino. Okay? Yeah. And then the, you got the fucked up, weird, bizarre connections. Again, David Lynch. The gore was kind of Tarantino. The bit. gore was straight up Tarantino. Okay? And I was just like, this is like somebody who merged. But it was well done. I, I loved it. it. Yeah, I, I liked thought it, was, it. I really liked it. <laughs> it was one of those ones, Brandon was like, my roommate Brandon and I, we were like, okay, what are we going to watch? And he goes, well, I found this one. Check out the trailer. And he goes, or we could watch this other one. And by the time I'm watching the trailer, I'm like, no, we're watching this one. He goes, well, do you want to look at the trailer for the other one? I'm like, no, I want to I want to watch this. Was it a chick flick, the other one? No. <laughs> it was some other fucking Afghanistan going into war oh, army okay. military guys. America. America. Yeah. What was action? Yeah. Well, I mean, but he talked. But sometimes... He'll talk. Slavery. Fuck Sometimes yeah. he'll talk me into him, and I'll really love it. Like Mile Twenty Two. Yeah. Mile Twenty Two. I initially didn't want to watch because it was. Mm-hmm. That I still thing. haven't seen it. I want to oh watch it. Oh my god! It's I haven't so watched a war movie in good. years. You you like that that Asian guy that's in it? Yes. He. You should watch two movies. He has back to back: The Raid Redemption uh-huh. and The Raid Two. I have them. We should. Oh man, they're fucking. They're. He is they, straight up. Bad ass. They're action movies that make makes you want to get up and do that shit. Is that the one with the police where he goes in a yeah, um, and they have to like fight their way up? In yeah. fact, Dread, the movie Dread. I love that movie. It, it so, fall. Uh, it got its idea from you know. Oh, the Rage. I've seen that one. I just didn't see the sequel. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, the Raid Two takes place. It's a literally twenty four hours later. Oh, that guy didn't have time to heal. No, that's what he. That's what he opens with that. He's like, I just got done with this. This. I you know I almost died a hundred times, <laughs> and then but, he had to go back in. But uh, but yeah, the the this is great. The great, bad night at the El Royale Sorry. had Jeff Bridges, um, the lead actor for Mad Men. Oh, John Hamm. Thank John you. Hamm. I never really got into Mad Men because the misogyny was just too hard for me to swallow. But um, it's real. I mean, uh, it's, yeah, I know. I understand what they were trying to do because it's real. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't mean I really want to watch it. Oh, you know. So. I never got. I mean, I like. I wanted to get into it for some reasons, but I just, I, I just couldn't. Well, I'm not saying it's about. Yeah, I just. Couldn't. I didn't care about it that it enough. Just, I just get. I'm getting tired of stories where it's like, oh, oh, I watched uh, Poldark. Which is a PBS masterpiece theater mm-hmm. based on literary novels of late seventeenth century Wales and a family, and um, basically the uh, only son of a lesser titled um, son comes back after being in the in the Revolutionary War, finds out his dad's died, the house is a shambles, and their their mine is uh, is not producing and so he's basically got to you know build his life back and gain his yeah okay sounds like it it was restart. great restart okay it was a great <laughs> show it stars the guy that played um one of the dwarves in the hobbit he played keely the dark-haired hobbit or the dark-haired dwarf and uh he was also in the british version of being human Oh, okay. okay. The, yeah, okay. Another actor. He played the vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he, 
he reminds me of a Richard Grieco-esque character in that show. Mm. But um, the thing is, and my problem with it is it got to the point that I disliked it for the same reason I disliked a lot of shows as a child, because they have this one main character that's the antagonist, and they're always trying to do something to get the main character, and then the main character foils it in some way, maybe not without, like, collateral damage, mm-hmm. but he foils it, and then the other one's like, I'm gonna try a new dastardly plan, and I was just like, these people are fucking adults with children. <laughs> Why does it, what, now you guys are in politics? Oh, fucking A, okay. But it was, you know, it's it's a good show other okay. than that. And I'm okay. starting to get tired of TV shows that are like that. And Mad Men was very much like okay. that. Mm. Ah, all right. All right. But I digress. <laughs> huh? But I digressed. Okay. <laughs> um, Ed, there was something you told me a while ago that you watched, and I forgot to ask you. Or I, mean, I, was, I told you I was going to ask you on the show. You watched uh, Death House. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Maybe I purposely <laughs> forgot about it. Jesus. Well, for anyone who doesn't know, Death House was, a, was in production hell for a long time. And then it released it, and then it didn't just, like, disappear, and it just appeared on Netflix. I didn't watch it. It put it in my queue immediately. It was like, oh, my God, Death House is here. I'm a, And then I, Ed, I saw Ed at work, and he's like, and he told me about it, and I was like, eh, I guess I'll just get to it when I get to it. <laughs> But it's, it was billed as like the Expendables of no. horror icons. I mean, even Robert England's not in it. And did, uh, I haven't seen it. No, well, well, don't. Tell, t- what, what's the premise again? It's just like super prison. These super badass criminal. Kane Hodder plays a guy. And I love so like Kane Hodder. like the Arkham Asylum for horror? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Kane, I love Kane Hodder. Uh-huh. You know, he does a great Jason and Hatchet scared the shit out of me. I, I will admit. <laughs> but as like an actor... He's not that good. He's very oh. stiff. Oh. Um, but it's a very low budget, terrible movie. <laughs> I just hated it. Um, some of the scenes you have no idea what's going on because the CG is just terrible. And oh. they have other famous actors from one of the guys from Hills of Eyes original. Oh, what's his name? Um, Hold on. I'll, I'll look him up. Sid Haig's, I think, is in it. Bill Mosley is in it. I think Tony Todd's in it. Oh yeah, is the hills have eyes? The Australian. That's a radio. Isn't John Carpenter do that one? No, it was Wes Craven, and it was in it was in Arizona, some small town Arizona. Don't watch. What's the one I'm thinking? Oh, (laughs) what's the one I'm thinking about? About the like essentially, kind of a mutant cannibal family. Yeah, that's uh, that's it. The hills have eyes. Yeah, it was remade in 2004. Okay, mm-hmm. and the original came out in like '85, and yeah, that was an yeah. Australian film. No, no, no. no it was Wes Craven. Why do I remember reading something about that was based on? Maybe it was based on something that happened in Australia. In Australia, you might be thinking of um, Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek. Yeah, that was a. Big, Did that come out about the same time? Mm. The movie came out while the court case was still pending. Okay, okay the movie maybe didn't that's re- what I'm. The movie didn't get released in Australia until almost a year later because it was just. You know, they had this movie out about the the exact events that actually, you know, there was a court was still going there, so this Which mo- is kind of poor taste. But back that to close Death House. Oh yes, don't watch this movie. Don't Bill Mosley, Tony Todd. Thank you for taking one for the team, yeah, my friend. Um, I Adrian was excited Bonbeau. about it. 
And I don't know where they spent the money or how much they had. I bet you the vast majority of the money went to the cast. And I mean, you got Kane. I mean, I mean, I'm sure these, you know. These and a lot of these actors just stood there. They didn't really do anything. They just Well, they were collecting there. a paycheck. They yeah, retired. Exactly. They were wearing these oh silly costumes. Oh, my God. Costumes. This was just jam-packed full of icons. Yeah. Barbara Cranston. So. D. Wallace. Gunnar Hansen. Debbie Roshan. Kane Hodder. Adrian Barbeau. Tony Todd. Bill Mosley. It's, it's a, just chock full I, of But names. it's a turd, huh? It's a turd. It's a great idea. The whole expendable horror idea. I wish somebody would just do it scrap better. Scrap that. <laughs> put more money, better writers, just better everything. And just redo it. Maybe That's not crude. do the prison. Like yeah. Maybe just do a whole new script. And just have like, you know, Kane Hodder and Robert England, Tony Todd and all of them in there. That's Maybe crazy. even like Brad Dwarf. Mm-hmm. Because he would be definitely one of them. And maybe even... You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Um, for me, I mean, even though I was so busy with this fucking house, I did um, manage to get to see some movies in the theater. Uh, one I did saw was, see was uh, Brightburn from the last time we were here. I guess I saw Brightburn because I think at our last episode, I, we talked about wanting to see it. I already saw it. And basically, it was pretty good. It was basically, you know, Superman was... Yeah, bad guy. Bad guy. It was. It's a great. I haven't seen it. No spoilers. I won't give you. Um, it's great premise, simple, but genius. the movie was made for I think seven million. Looks like it was made really? for really way more than that. I mean, wow. the, the CGI was really good, and the locations were good. It they how's made the, it. They made it look like it was way more expensive. How was Elizabeth Banks? Yeah, yeah. Then how was she? She was good. I like her. She's a director more, more now. She? She's trying to get out of acting. I watched her. She's di- she directed like Pitch Perfect two, and this new Charlie's Angels incarnation that's coming oh, out. Oh God! Yeah, she directed that. I don't that. know about that, but yeah, I'm not, yeah, I don't. You know, I watched her recently again in that Wet Hot American Summer that she. Oh pushed. yeah, she's good. She was good in that. Okay. It was. Uh, it's that Superman is a super creep man <laughs> it was bad he's a good actor yeah okay. hey the kid and it, it's open it's so open for a sequel I hope it gets it because it's kind of interesting because it ends oh I'm not going to tell you how it ends but it, it's, there's only it's a couple of things that could well now that now I know there's a sequel so I know what oh, I don't know if there's a sequel I said oh. it's open for one I mean, the movie was a success, so I'm sure they'll probably get a, do sequel. a sequel. Yeah, if it was a okay. but but the story is open because it's because it, I thought it was going to end in one way where there's no way there's a sequel. Oh no, this one okay. is during the credit sequence. It's like, oh, how are they going to get out of this? It was kind of that kind of a thing. Okay, they're in a jar of molasses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another thing I saw was uh, the latest Godzilla. Yeah, how is that? It was actually pretty. It was just a God's good Godzilla movie. A, a Godzilla movie you have to watch in theaters because you need to hear that like bass of Godzilla yelling. The monsters were really good. Uh, you know, the the humans are just a engine to get to the next fight. Right. But just they're on the sidelines. Yeah, it was. You know, it was all right. Or running. It, yeah, you know, running. I, I like kaiju movies, but I don't get like super stoked or anything. Mm-hmm. But it was... It if was, they're it good, was, I like them. I remember good. watching the old school ones on yeah. Sunday afternoon <laughs> on public PBS Channel 4. 
and they would have like monster movies and it would be like all the old ones from the 40s and 50s mm -hmm. and and you know subtitles and i'm watching it on like a like a, a like 12 inch black and white that was the tv i had for my room yeah oh, wow. you know <laughs> and it was like one of those portable ones remember yeah with oh. the hanging of the handle <laughs> i had yeah. one too ours was yeah. red uh-huh mine was white yeah <laughs> you know what i'm talking about it was about. heavy it was metal. metal i wish i had that thing still my, could, my grandmother you, gave it to me trust me you could commit murder with one of those it was heavy <laughs> it was metal yeah ours was red but it worked and oh there, yeah oh yeah screams about but, yeah about, about yeah big. big and and i i would watch godzilla movies on that and, I, and it wasn't necessarily specifically that I was into Godzilla movies, because I always kept thinking, huh, I don't get why this is so scary. No, I don't think people, yeah. I don't think anyone's scary. scary yeah. yeah. But it's more of just like, you know, just watch a, a monster fight. I, I mean, yeah, maybe more I don't more know, that just now. doesn't do it for me. It could be more scary because of CG. Like they could do more with No, Godzilla. I didn't, yeah, not even visual. No, I think no. it's the concept. Okay. It's just the concept. What's scary is, like, the radiation to create this monster. That's the scary part. Uh, but the two monsters fighting, that didn't... Yeah, like, Chernobyl. Yeah. yeah, that's what scares me. I don't think anyone's afraid of Godzilla, though. I had a nightmare where, like, King Kong was chasing me. And I was oh, 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 just running down the road, just trying to run from a big-ass King Kong. It's terrifying. I just was watching Ready Player One earlier, and... Yeah, I hadn't seen it, what? and they've got the King Kong, and they remember they're running the car race, and like oh, it yeah. always ends with King Kong killing, getting everybody, blocking their way. Oh, I haven't seen Don that Donkey one. Kong. Was that Donkey Kong? Donkey oh, Kong. Yeah. oh, that's right. I forget. It was all video game and everything. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't watched that movie. It's okay. It's you know, it's okay. I mean. It's, I know that's not a rating endorsement. Yeah. No, you get her it's, it. it's visually very good. Yes. Visually and stunning. Visually stunning. Stories really, kind of really yeah. hilarious '80s pop culture nerdy geek references that probably might fly over your head because you're not old enough. It's, I mean, I watched a trailer and it just seems cheesy. It, it just the, it, the concept is cheesy. It is an old formula. Mm -hmm. It is you know you've got the hero and the heroine and the bad guy. The main actor I don't like. The yeah, no, he always... You know what? Even back in the 80s, he was playing dickheads. Remember, he'd always play like some... Even in A-Team, he would play some bad guy. Oh, I'm talking about the main the young guy. Oh, the guy. kid? Yeah, um, the young guy. Yeah. He was trying to be... Who's that kid from uh, Napoleon Dynamite? Pedro? Oh, you mean the, the actual the actor? actor? Uh-huh. John oh, Heat. John yeah. Heat. Uh, yeah, something like that. He was trying to kind of be like him a bit. Okay. I, th I thought he was trying to pull off know. that and kind of... And it just of... felt like they were trying to make money off all the nostalgia. Though, yeah, pretty is... much. That's why it's not a It, it felt like movie. Avatar. It was like, here's this okay story with I didn't a pretty really... picture. And it's just like... Yeah, that's just... yeah, that's exactly what it is. And it's just like, it's not worth my time. It's, yeah. very, <laughs> it's very predictable. Um, you know... For I understand, the book isn't that great either. And if you're really, concept. if you're really a gamer geek or a D and D geek, or, and I am both of them, or you know, it, it's really gonna make you giggle. You know, like I play video games all the time and played role playing RPG games. Mm. Um, but it just seems like it's just trying to make money off of that. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's 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 trying to hit your nostalgia button. Yeah. Uh, another movie I saw was um, 
I just saw it last night. Uh, the Spider-Man Home... Not Homecoming. Spider-Man Far From Home. Far From Home. And it was uh, really good. I bet. It was really, MCU really good. you know what they're doing. They, they fucking do. They nailed it. And this is the last movie of this chapter or book? Yeah, The Phase. The last phase. movie of Phase 4. And what's after this one? Do you know? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Yeah. Uh, they, do. they, they're kind of shutting it down. Maybe just take a breather. I think the last, the next four Marvel films don't, you know, they're, they're only going to be doing like one a year. Yeah, so they want to they, get all their ducks in a row. They got all these new properties, all these new IPs now that they, you know the X Men, which comes with like hundreds Fox. of characters. Yeah, and Fantastic Four. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. I hope they can do Fantastic Four. Right. No one's got it right yet. Nobody's I, got it right yet. I think I'd like can. to see a Johnny Quest on right too. I oh, loved yeah. Johnny Quest when I was a kid. Johnny Quest. They could do that. That wouldn't be hard. They tried to do it with Sequest, but it just didn't work. No. <laughs> it was, you know, do you see the reference I'm getting yeah, with it, yeah. though? Sequest just wanted to be, you know, underwater enterprise. Yeah, yeah pretty, much. pretty much. Okay, ooh, ooh, can I, can I, can I go shishi? Oh, sure. We will pause. And we're back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for your patience. For them, it was just a cut. Yeah, I know. Well, so much time has passed. I'm Boy. older and wiser now. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, get started with the the topic at hand. Uh, we will start with Night of Living Dead, 1968 versus Night of Living Dead, 1990. Uh, I was the only one who actually revisited this one. <laughs> well, <laughs> totally 19... revisited. Yeah, totally yeah. revisited. I, this I rewatched one. the original, 1968. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, uh, I had to rent it because I thought I owned it, which I did, but it was on VHS. And I've actually seen the original several times. It's a and classic. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a classic. So. And I didn't really want to watch the 1991 again. Oh, the 1991 was. I, oh, well, well, let's get it. When into I watched it. it back in the 90s, I remember liking it. Like, I, I've seen it multiple times back in the 90s. And remember, I like this movie. Well, first of all, yeah. the thing is, is this episode is all about, like, from here George on, zombies. R- from here on George, out, Romero George Romero and zombies. Uh-huh. Okay? And there, there are a few things in horror that really scare me. Most of the things are involving things that can really happen, like nukes and serial killers and, and, and you know, pandemics and shit. Yeah. But for some reason, the zombie thing fucks with me. Like even that's the, the only par- like paranormal yeah, stuff. Yeah, that that, that's the only paranormal stuff that fucks with me. Huh. And I, I mean, it even fucks with me. The reason I like can't handle um, cockroaches is the fact that you can kill, cut their head off, and they still run around for days. Yeah, and and you, you know, you, they'll die. No, I'm not afraid of chickens at all. You cut their head off, and most likely they said that they're alive still. They'll just die of starvation. The same thing with the centipedes. Wow. They the. Oh, the little the little kids on Hawaii like to like snip the head of the centipede off because the the pincers are poisonous. Yeah, and it won't kill a human, but it's not a not a good time. It's really bad. Um, almost killed time, my cat. Man. Almost killed my cat. Oh, his whole kid. his whole hind leg and everything was swollen. So um, they cut the head off and then tie a string around one of the segments and keep it as a pet for days until it finally starves to death. Mm. Okay, so the zombie thing is the one thing that fucks me up. Out of all Jesus. horror. Now, yeah. however, after Damon 
and I being friends and him making me watch so much zombie shit. Uh-huh. I'm kind of rooting for the zombies most of the time. Mm. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Night of the Living Dead, synopsis? Well, 1968. For those who don't know, a raging group of Pennsylvanians barricade themselves in an old farmhouse to remain safe from the bloodthirsty, flesh-eating breed of monsters who are ravaging the east coast of the United States. So, uh, you know, pretty much a horror classic. <coughs> yeah. George Romero's first movie. Very first. Yep. Uh, he made it. He got ten of his friends together. They each chipped in ten grand. Made the movie for a hundred thousand. The I, movie ended up I, grossing. And he started an iconic hey. image of what people perceived zombies to be moving forward in film. Forever. Yeah. For yeah, until Dawn of the Dead zombies and twenty um, days later zombies. But still. And, and that move this movie is like in a record book for making them most money percentage. Well, I, would they well, make it? Would little? they make it for thirty-two cents? And it's been around for you know yeah, fifty the, years. This is one of the most successful independent movies ever that, made. It's on the. What, it's on that list. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was made for one hundred fourteen thousand, equivalent to which is equivalent to one hundred seventy-eight thousand or seven hundred ninety-eight thousand. Excuse me. In 2017 dollars, still under a million. So under it grew. Million. Yeah, by it, our under standard. half a mil. So yeah. it's it's a yeah, it's a it's micro made for one hundred fourteen thousand. Yep. And it grossed thirty million. Yeah, which infl- for adjusted for inflation, longevity though. Yeah, adjusted for inflation, two hundred and seventy million. Jeez. So, yeah, it was made thirty million back when movies were a dollar fifty to go to. <laughs> so it, it it made a significant, you know. But unfortunately, he you know he didn't. Uh, due to like a copyright Yeah, copyright. Error. It's always fucking paperwork. It's like, uh, clearly always, they made always. this movie. That happened to Evil Dead. Yeah. Like they didn't own their first movie when they were trying to make the second well, one. Well, the, the thing is... is Yeah, the, there's the, no on-screen copyright notice or, or on, any, on any of the original movies. Therefore, it made it a public domain property. Uh, kind of why they, you know, did the remake in 90 is so he could actually make some money on on his idea. Yeah, but he that one's no. not gonna be as remembered. No, the as thing much. that I know part of the reason he chose to shoot it in black and white is a lack of money. Exactly. Just keep oh. the cost down. Right. Just keep the cost down. But I think that that actually is what adds to the charm of the film. Now it did it came out in sixty eight. So a lot of movies were still coming in theaters in black and white. Mm-hmm. So it's still a normal, normal thing. But, but it was looked at as lesser, like B, you know, yeah, kind of like putting out a movie on film versus video. Like that, there was that era where people were like really HD to Baja kafuffed, you know, uh-huh. digital, like it was going <laughs> to go away. But um, it was that kind of looked at as a little. It was obvious if it was an independent movie, it was most likely in black and white. And the zombies in this one was a lot different. Like well, I watched Land of, the, Land of the Dead and then this one, so I had a good comparison of the opposite, and they've uh, they've changed a lot. Well, if you remember, 
zombie movies up until that point were really about like the voodoo zombie, which right. is just like a living person but just void of emotion. Basically, or, your soul's been ripped out and yeah, your body is being controlled by. So the, this and was they the just first, tell you what to do. And yeah. You do it. So up until that, that's what zombies were considered, and then this is the first one where like, oh no, the dead are come, the freshly dead are coming back to life, and uh, so you know it was super. That alone was super creepy. Unique. Yeah, well, no one had seen it before. The makeup, I mean, yeah, the makeup was very simple. The effects were all practical. Well, At, yeah, the meat when they're eating is yeah. what ketchup and meat. Well, right, actually, but that's the, where the black and white makes it look so good. Yeah, actually, the. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, 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 actually, about the meat. Because they have a colorized version on Amazon. Yeah, I own both. And I love I, it. I actually love looking at that. It was almost like watching a, a movie in, like, watercolor. Because, I mean, that's essentially that's what yeah. it is. But The original in color? No, no yeah. yeah you a colorized version. Colorized version. version. Oh. Don't you remember? Oh, he doesn't remember no, back in the 80s. There was a time, time in the 80s He's where <laughs> they perfected the technology to colorize... Um, Black oh. and white movies, and there'd be movies from the '30s and f- yeah, yeah. The, one of the first ones they re-released. Um, this was in the '80s, early '80s. They re-released The Wizard of Oz in color, and, and the, so you could go to the theater and watch it in color. We Wasn't that already it. in color? No, the, the Wizard of Oz. Yes, uh, Wizard of Oz. I'm sorry. There was a what movie what you was started? A, you mean Gone with the Wind? Uh, no, because that was in color. Yeah, no, that was in color too. There was a big movie that was in black and white. I for some reason I had Casablanca. Casablanca. Maybe it was Casablanca. Yeah, it was Casablanca. Anyway, I remember going to the Kiggins Theater over here and watching it in color. Oh, it was Nosferatu. Nosferatu. Uh, I'm so sorry. Of course it would be Nosferatu. (laughs) Not Casablanca. That's the one I saw at the Kiggins. But there was a time when colorizing old black and white, because the the technology didn't exist yet. At least it wasn't. And it became a very popular thing. Yeah. For a while, it was another phase of mm-hmm. filmmaking. It was a, it's, it's one of those things that's indicative of as the technology increases, you have these phases of growth spurts, and then it hits a peak, and then people spend time perfecting, and then all of a sudden you have another growth spurt. So that's what little fads are, mm-hmm. in, in, you know, based on the tech to do it. Night of Living Dead, he had very little tech. Yeah. I mean, he was poor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was. Even by that's even by seven million, that's poor, you know. Seven million by today's standards. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. But um. Uh, but uh, back simple to, story. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say uh, when you were talking about the meat earlier, mm-hmm. the <laughs> they were actually they joked uh, it was ro- roast beef. Oh, I'm sorry, roast ham. Covered in chocolate sauce because you know when you're shooting black and white. Oh yeah, chocolate sauce is the best. I mean, that's yeah. what they use for all the blood. I yeah, mean, Psycho, Psycho was chocolate sauce. This movie was chocolate sauce. But that's got to be better than being covered in caro syrup out in the cold. Yeah, yeah. I like, bet it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> what am I trying to say? Hey, they've all heard our other podcasts. Yes. But um, it was. Uh, I really love this movie. I I love. What do you think of the ending, where the guy, the big hero, the leader, gets capped? Well, you know, it. I don't know. It's you know, it's kind of one of those things. Like you know, obviously, uh, the what was the actor's name? Uh, they said, um, okay, this is something. 
like Dwayne Jones, he played Ben, the black the black dude. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you know, Romero is he was a you know far left guy. He was very you know very politically vocal yep. and progressive. And you know, they, and this was the time when that was big. Yeah, this was in '68, so there wasn't a lot of movies where black leads, especially well, this in a was horror like one movie. Of the first ones, right? Yeah, yeah. And they, he said he was just the best actor. Well, they, he was good in it. Yeah, they said he was just the best actor. It wasn't like a calculated move, but it's a part of me wonders if it was was. I mean, either way, it, it was for the better. Mm-hmm. But it almost makes me wonder what if it was because, considering who Romero was, he was very you know socially progressive. And uh, so you know, because everything he ever put out has some kind of allegory, like um, uh, and he makes sure he puts a person of color somewhere and gives them like a role. Go down, yeah, like Land movie. of the Dead, the Land of the lead. Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead's first one of the first times I saw a black character survive, right, <laughs> the right? entire movie, and then in and the- and not be a stereotypical no. I mean, he was a normal guy. He wasn't talking, do- talking no, jive. He's just a dude. You know, he's just a dude. Um, but we'll we'll get to that tonight. Actually, it looks like it's just not it's mm-hmm. not skip ahead. But um, I love this movie. No, it's a classic. And, it is a classic. And I actually love Night of Living Dead, nineteen ninety. So let's talk about that one real quick. Mm. Um, Night of Living Dead, nineteen ninety. Tony Todd played the Ben character. Patricia Tallman was Barbara. Um, this movie was directed, I think it was a debut directing. Yeah, it was directed by Tom Savini, who was going to work in the original Night of Living Dead, but he, I forgot what it was, when, I think he was still in Vietnam, when... Oh. I didn't know he was a director. I thought he was just an actor and then an like effects guy an effects guy not a director yeah he's directed about 10 movies or so and this one I t- now knowing this that he directed this kind of gives him a little more credit for me because it's like I said I, I've said this to you guys before I like this 90s version I, I love it did. too I really like it it's well put together and what you know I also like is that the people that did the first one were, you know, Savini was didn't he couldn't do there the makeup, because, yeah. But he's worked with he worked with uh, Romero his entire career, yeah. Because he did, he's in Dawn of the he's Dead. He's in Dawn of the Dead. That's right. He that's when he became as if his guy. So everything he's ever, Romero ever did, Tom Savini did the effects for, and he, but this was kind of a that's why Tom wanted to direct this one. It was kind of a. Heart project, it feels like. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it's got a decent score on IMDb, like six point nine. I think it's of. a worthy remake. I mean, it's, this is back when they weren't remaking, you know, everything. Yeah, everything. Um, like Hollywood uh, don't have any ideas anymore. <laughs> oh well, they do. They just don't want to take a chance. Oh, because so they're that, yeah, we. I think I've discussed at great length my disdain for reboots as a aspiring starving screenwriter okay <laughs> mm-hmm. where i'm like no all the original ideas are out there they're just not taking the gamble quote unquote and it's like you know they're just rebooting stuff because it's a guaranteed even if it's shitty they're gonna make at least what they put into it mm-hmm. you know well this one didn't do that great at the box office unfortunately it was a budget of 4.2 million 
Opening weekend, it uh, made 2.8, which is pretty good, opening weekend, but ended up uh, tapping out around uh, $5.8 million. Oh, I didn't make really much money. No, barely. It barely broke even. It was definitely on TV a lot. Yeah, uh-huh. I saw this movie opening night, opening day. Actually, I skipped school to see it. That was such a. I just a remember movie. a lot of screaming and gore. It was a great movie. I loved it. Yes, yeah, so I love the fact that. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Well, look back to a second. I uh, saw it opening night. I skipped school to see it with Brandon. We had we were both dating twins at the time. I was dating Jenny, he was dating Penny. And we all went <laughs> we all went to the movie, skipped last period, went to the movie, then went back to his house and hung out. <laughs> but anyway, when uh you know, in the first one, Barbara is like catatonic half the time. Mm-hmm. There's literally a big chunk of the movie, she's just out of it. Yeah, what was she shell shocked, maybe you would say? Yeah, she was shell shocked. But in the 90s version, she she's like number one. In fact, Tony Todd's like, I'm not leaving this house unless she's in charge. In well, that's absence. because you the, like 90s, like that better? the 90s, it was girl power was starting. Oh. Well, but, but I like the fact that she's just not a damsel. Well, Didn't no, I know. The late, yeah, the late 70s, 80s movies, all the women are portrayed as a liability Rather, it's like that's why I loved Princess Leia because she was the first female character I'd seen that wasn't a liability mm-hmm. in a rescue. Hey, didn't so, they have that slap Barbara in the first one a couple of times? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. smack her. Yeah, but she slapped Ben, and Ben slapped her back, which was but if black you, man slapping a white woman in '68 <laughs> on <laughs> in a movie that was hanging. You know. <laughs> they, they, you really, we laugh about it, but you think about it, it really. Yeah, was but a that thing. was also about the time that you know. Nichelle Nichols and William Shatner kissed on TV. It was in that same time frame. True. The first interracial kiss. Mm-hmm. Fucking William Shatner putting it out there. Yeah, it was like, nobody's safe. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nichelle Nichols is like, Martin Luther King Jr., I want to quit doing this. He's like, no, you can't quit. She's, the, she's like, but I just kissed Shatner. No, it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't why. I know it wasn't why, but maybe she doesn't want to say why. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, she said she. Well, we're getting way off, off track. track. Never mind. Uh, Back to Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> but, Never mind. Never mind. You're right. Rain um, it in. Rain it in. There we go. Um, I really like this one. It is the it, because you can. I don't know. I think you. If you both revisit it, you might yeah. feel the way I feel about it. Uh-huh. They. They. The wanted, zombies were still slow. They right? wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted it to be a worthy remake, so it's not exactly like the first one, but it's it's done with care. It wasn't like a sloppy money grab, even though they wanted it so Romero would actually see see some profits from it, you know. I like it cuz he was involved, he's producer. I forget the ending. I'm afraid to ask. Well, oh, no, let's let's talk about it. We're talking, you know, this is a spoiler podcast. In the original one, in the 68. Uh, 68. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben gets killed. He's the surviving right. guy, the last person to li- the, uh, alive. And um, he um, he comes out, and they think he's a zombie. Yeah, and they cap but it was, him. It was just uh, ironic because it was like the good old boys. They probably yeah. would have shot him anyway, but they <laughs> honestly thought well, he was, was a zombie. Well, it was a 68, and he was a black man. So. Yeah. It, and, but, it, I did take it off. When I watched they, it, they, they shot, thought it was a zombie, and they but, shot him. But, yeah, but, but, like, there was a lot of... 
like allegorical stuff going on. Right, right. Like the movie takes place in Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Thank you. Pennsylvania. I could get my fat tongue. Pennsylvania. But um, but if you look how everyone's dressed, mm-hmm. they look like they're from the south. Yeah, they're very. They're it, very. That was done on purpose. I mean, he did that because it was he was saying a well, there lot. There was a more. lot of racial tension going yeah, on. Yeah, but it was a very he did, up shit. he did it to you know to spark conversation. So there was, it was a an message. allegory. There, there was, was a, a message. Okay. That's why I think his move actually was a little calculated. He was saying something, you know, mm-hmm. in this allegory. I don't know. It's just I get what you're saying. Felt, but know, then on the felt '90s one, what happened? Okay, in the '90s one, all hell breaks loose. Um. Uh, it literally is like Barbara is his number one. Like when thing you know, because all the people come into the house. The the guy with the 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 really mean guy. That oh, always butts the, heads the father. The father. Yeah, and, the jerk. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. That dynamic happens. So when it when when it's established that Ben is like running a show in the house, and Barbara now is more like a you know his partner in like crime. Like second command. Yeah. So when shit goes bad. They get split up and everyone's getting killed. And she's like, he goes into the basement, and the whole movie's him trying to find the gas keys, you know, to get the keys to the gas. Oh, I think I remember this part. And in the original, it was the same thing. The, there was like a uh, a spill of the, you know, yeah, and two there was kids, a fire, and two kids died from yeah, the fire. It was the same kind of thing, except the. The kid was an idiot and tried to shoot the gas. That's tank. what he did. The lock original off too. Yeah, and blew them up. But the whole time they're looking for the car keys to the truck because the truck's gassed up, but they don't have keys for it. And um, so when everyone gets split up, Barbara runs. His uncle get help, and he goes down into the basement, finds the keys. But he's been bit by the girl that's in there because he oh. forgot she was in there. This is Tony Todd. Yeah. Okay. So when she does get help and they kill all the remaining zombies and she opens the door to let him in, let him up, and he's he's he turns. So she, she had to shoot him. So he still Ben still doesn't make it till the he makes it to it's the end. It's a sadder end in the original. Yeah. Because it's like he did it. Yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> all right. High five, everybody. But no, he didn't make it. Mm-mm. All right. So, um, for for this one, I really just um, I like them both a lot. I like '68. I like '90 because it feels they both have that same feeling. I don't know. They, well, I've up. always had it. when talking about zombies, I've always had a scale. When somebody says, "Oh, you know, I see that you got to see this new zombie show or the zombie movies," mm-hmm. and I've always been Night of the Living Dead movie zombies or Dawn of the Dead zombies. Which is it? Because there's a difference. Night of Living Dead zombies are all slow and shambly. Even in the original Dawn of the Dead, the, they're fast moving zombies. No, uh, they're still shambling. But they're pretty They're not fun. running. None of them no, are running. running. They're like well, they're not 28 Days Later zombies. No. Well, right. they're, that's, that's, they're not zombies. They're, they're infected. infected. Sure, there's a miss. There's a this isn't right, ma'am. No, okay, so we have to link that one in. Are they Resident Evil zombies or are they? Oh, there's so many different kinds. Yeah, but I like I like the slow moving zombies. It just feels more safe. Like you could actually kill them at the risk of sounding like a super geek. It feels more plausible that that's how they would move. Yeah, because if they're dead and decaying, 
then they they should be. Well, yeah, maggots are going to be eating them. Yeah, you know the, the you got rigor mortis setting in. And yeah, they should be acting like a if body. it's cold outside, they're going to you know muscle tissue is yeah. going to freeze. They're, they have no yeah, their blood isn't pumping blood, so right. I mean their heart isn't pumping blood, so they're not going to be. Warm. Then if it's super hot, won't they bugs be? Yeah, yeah, oh, totally, totally straight up. Yep, and then also the fact that. The buildup in gases from the heat will cause like bloating, bloating and explosions. And, and, <laughs> so yeah, I don't. Know. I like I like those zombies, but uh, it's like um, it's. I, don't know, I think the makeup got better. That's probably why. They, oh, okay, we'll just we yeah, go. yeah. I liked them both. It's uh-huh. a draw for me. Two thumbs up for me for both of them. Audra split. Uh, I'm split. Like. Yeah, I like the original. The 90s version, I don't... I just remember a lot of screaming and a lot of gore. Sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds right. All right. Well, uh, let's go to one segment before we do our next one. This is pretty much going to be a Romero night. We're going to do... Uh, well, fuck it. We'll just get right into it. Dawn of the Dead, 78 versus <coughs> Dawn of the Dead, 2004. All right. I did watch that one. Now, um, 78, uh, Romero had stepped away. He had done, you know, he had done Night Living Dead in 68. So it's 10 years later. And he had, he had done a bunch of TV movies and he did like The Crazies and uh-huh. Season of the Witch uh-huh. and uh, a few others. Super, all supernatural mm-hmm. horror. Yeah. But he never did zombies again until 78. Wow, I can't believe we waited 10 years to do mm-hmm. a sequel to that. So, um, oh, I'm sorry about that. So, yeah, he he just he got like this. This movie had a bigger budget. It definitely had a bigger budget. It was uh, four, I think, four million. Maybe it took him ten years to get the fucking funding. That's true. I bet it, I, it well, took eight years for Lucas to get the funding for Star Wars. And I bet Nine of the Living Dead took a while to mm-hmm. get big. Well, he had done. He had done. Uh, between those, you know, he had done a lot of movies, so I think he just wanted to, you know, wanted to show range as a director, and then oh. realized. I mean, he did the crazies. I get you. He did he'd done be... like, yeah. I think well, the crazies kind box. of has a. It, well, there's. It's not really zombie, but it's you know there's there's a a potential crossover concept in the crazies, but yeah. After he did Night Living Dead, he did There's Always Vanilla. Uh, I remember that was a, like a TV movie. Season of the Witch, The Crazies. Uh, he did another TV movie. Get this, he did O.J. Simpson, Juice on the Loose. Oh, Juice Lord. Juice on the Loose? Yeah, I remember that. that oh. was like a, and The Winners, and another TV movie. Oh, yeah, not to mention Martin. He did Martin in 77. So, yeah, he he was very busy. I think he was just trying to, you know... Trying Dude. to find something, do make other money stuff. and get a good resume. Yeah, it just just you know, just create. But yeah, he he did uh, went back to zombies in um, Dawn of the Dead, and let me get a quick synopsis for this one. Following an ever-growing epidemic of zombies that have risen from the dead, two Philadelphia SWAT team members, a traffic reporter, and his television executive girlfriend seek refuge. In a secluded shopping mall. The beginning of this movie was fucking nuts. I remember seeing oh, it. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like 13 when I first saw it. 
and that police raid that went terribly oh my wrong. God. I was like, hit that one shot where the head pops yeah. from the shotgun. I was like, what the fuck is going on in this? <laughs> I was scarred from that movie. What I kept I, watching it. What I liked about the beginning mm-hmm. is it totally felt like panic. It yeah, it felt, did. It, it felt, felt like complete and utter urgency right from the jump. You're already off. You're already at edge. You know, on edge. That's a perfect way of putting it because you're just like everyone's fucked. No one can help you. The police are going to help you. If anything, they might yeah. make it worse for you. Yeah, everyone's on your own. It's martial law right now. Gratuitous mm-hmm. bigotry. Oh yeah. Well, that's how it was. Seventy-eight. <laughs> yeah, seventy-eight. It New was York. Yeah. Oh, or Pennsylvania. They're in Pennsylvania. Yeah. They was it Pennsylvania? I think they started. Was it in a New York apartment, and then they take the helicopter to Pennsylvania? I don't, I don't remember. remember. Where they, yeah. They end up in a friggin' mall. Yeah, at the end of it. I really, really liked. Uh, it. It was like one of the few times. Everybody got a really good moment, in the, like early. You know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, there's like a difference. With like 70s horror and 80s horror. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But everybody in, so it was like, my point is, like, a lot of times in the 70s horror, they really focus on getting those characters built up. Because they didn't have a lot of money f- or for all the special effects and, well, you know, they, well, the life story. Yeah. I think it was just a different kind of filmmaker back then. Oh. Because, you know, it was more about the art back then before the blockbuster come, you or know, like comes the simple and changes Jason, everything where it's five yeah. kids kind of thing yeah yeah it's just like you like watch The Omen you watch The Exorcist you watch um, what Shining the, the Shining or like um, what's that other one um, uh, uh, Children of the Corn no that no, was oh. nothing but, okay. but I, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is like Alien. Oh, that was nuts. Jaws. I mean, these are like characters, like real. I don't know. I get you. So it was one of the first times I noticed in horror movies when I because you know when I saw that originally I was getting just getting into horror movies, uh-huh. just like watching stuff on video. So it was one of the first times every single character I didn't want them to die. I was like, there's a group of four, and there's always at least one that the movie will push. Yeah. Right? And then you're like, okay, he's going to survive, so we're going to follow this. But every single person was cool. Like, the, the little sniper guy, <coughs> uh, both SWAT team members, and, you know, everybody was cool. I and mean, you, you liked them. When Peter and Roger, the, the two pregnant SWAT lady. Guy, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. When Peter and Roger were just, they seemed to have their shit down. Yeah. They just said, well, I mean, Roger, the white guy, that's Roger, right? Yeah, yeah. Roger, the white guy, he kind of got a little overwhelmed a little bit after a while, but at the beginning, when they first got to the mall, they just clear house real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, that lady didn't have to do anything. These guys had well, but she was like, delicate and pregnant. Yeah. She sure had some really good surgical and, you know, nurse nursing skills. And for... she also was like, uh, she's the reason they survive. Uh, right. The can for you because you know she's like hey if something happens to you someone's got to learn how to fly uh, yep, this that was her idea yep. so so no you know i didn't i expected that her husband or boyfriend whatever he is to survive i forgot that he died yeah that was such an iconic photo when the, the the elevator opens and he looks like green and Just, uh, yeah i i really love this movie <clears throat> I, 
I have a soft spot for well, Audrey knows this. I have a real soft spot for seventies horror, just seventies uh-huh. movies, and but I just think because you got to see directors. That was the least amount of time. The seventies is when where where a studio like had you know it was it was a time where a director could say <coughs> I want final cut and that would be you know there's directors they had a little bit now. more control they had way yeah. more freedom you know it seems yeah. now even in the big box movies these days that producers have by a lot committee of yeah it's a it's a miracle the Marvel they, films well, are they, so good because of, yeah. it's a direct by committee type of uh, franchise they, they not only had way more freedom they had access to new technology that was just being out. In there, the there 70s. were kids having fun, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, because even I'm not the 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 camera geek that you are, but the <laughs> nerd the, the mid <laughs> the mid seventies were when like, mind you, my uncle and my aunt here are totally photography nerds, mm-hmm. so they could and they could owned all the equipment. So the the mid seventies to eighties is where there was an it, yeah sure it wasn't still digital but there was just this increase of what they had available to use yeah to play with you know and the the graphics in this in this movie was wonderful that scene at the very end I don't know why this bandit or raider whatever you want to call oh it, the decided, bikers I need my heart rate right the now ba- the bikers is where they lost me yeah and. The, so the biker puts his arm in the armrest or the arm heart, oh, heart yeah, rate, and then he just gets his tummy just ripped apart. <laughs> oh, I remember seeing it as a kid and just like, oh, why? <laughs> why? Why? Oh. Uh, this is a little trivia. Dario Argento was an admirer of George A. Romero's work and vice versa. When Argento heard that Romero was co- contemplating a sequel to Night Living Dead, he insisted that Romero come out to Argentina, or the Argento's native Rome, to write the script without distractions. Romero knocked out the script in three weeks, and though Argento read the script as it came out, he left all the writing to Romero. Argento also provided most of the film's soundtrack, and in return for the rights to edit the European version of the film, assisted in raising the necessary funds. Look at so, that. God damn. friendship was built. Yeah, and I had, like, uh, you guys, this movie was out of print and you couldn't find it streaming. So uh-huh. I loaned you my copy, both yeah, my Yeah, there copy. was like four, three or four different There's copies. 40, which, yeah, that's what I was getting to. There's like four different versions, but two of them I are, watched the extended version. Yeah, the extended version. I just watched version, the <laughs> I, I watched the extended version uh, when I revisited it, and then I watched a European cut. The regular Argento version cut. alone is two hours. Mm-hmm. Solid. Yeah. Which, Which is, is weird unusual. for a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. For a horror movie back then, even. Yeah, to be... I was like, damn. But then again, there were more about like theatrical, I guess. There was more but, about building to something. Well, because even though <coughs> they were very low budget, they would have large casts. Like, you have a frigging whole motorcycle gang. For such yeah. a low budget movie, well, there was a lot. There were a lot of extras. There were a lot of people. They there was a lot of set, you know. I remember at the end of the movie when the card credits are kicking in. It was that silly music. That was irritating. Now this one, the budget for this was smaller than I thought it was going to be for you know an established director and a you know, but. Um, 
The movie was made for 650000 Well, that's a considerable up you from the first ten, one. Yeah, it's grand. Uh, yeah, the first one was made for 114 but I think the reason that one, I think, um, I think the reason that one was so low is because, you know, unlike all the other ones, this one is his baby. He owns this, you know, property. Uh huh. So maybe that's why. Maybe he finances himself. That's the only thing uh. I think of why it was so low. Because it's still pretty low for a guy that's, you know, 10 years in. Easily. Okay. But, um, 650000 uh-huh. grossed $55 million worldwide. Hmm. So in the U.S. it made five, but worldwide fifty-five. That's a pretty damn good He success. made his money. Even if it made $5 million, that's great yeah. for yeah. six fifty. So He made um, his money. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead uh, original. I love it. Yeah, when I watched it when I was like 13, it freaked me out, which was a good thing. Yeah, me too. It was just like, what the fuck is going on? I saw it on TV as a kid, too, and I never liked it nah. as a kid. I liked it better with this revisit, but I didn't love it. Really? Yeah. I, I really love this movie. I don't know. I felt, I you know, I, I think it was a little dated for me. Well, seventy-eight. Yeah. I know, but yeah. there are some movies that you. <laughs> but no, but there are some movies you can revisit, and even though they are dated, they're not uh-huh. dated, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I still like it. I get what you're yeah. saying, though. I, yeah, I, I give it. it a good solid map plus. <laughs> now let's get into Dawn of the Dead, two thousand four. Oh, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. We originally went to see this at the theater. Yeah, we did. All of us, all big the group, the group. Yeah, we all saw it together. And I remember going, "God damn it! You know that zombies freak me out." And did it? And yes, it did. (laughs) Now this one, the remake, these were fast, but it was like fast moving zombies, which is fine because it made sense. Because I guess this one was more like a virus that attacked you, so you would die and come right back. It made sense if you were dead. Just died. Yeah, yeah. Because they would come back seconds after they this died. This wasn't the dead crawling out of the grave. Yeah. This, yeah. And I, I'm sure it seemed like some of them did move slow, but that was after a no, while. No, they moved. They moved pretty quickly. Did but all of yeah. them did. Okay. Com- yeah. yeah. They well, would ramble if there was no nothing to consume. Yeah. Like the okay. minute people were around, they started running. Okay. Yeah. Um, and of course, this movie was a horror zombie horror slash action movie. Yeah. Right. And I like, I really like the way it opens. It opens kind of crazy. Right, the, almost all right away. Right away. He I doesn't really notice Five it. minutes in. I, 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 ten minutes. Ten minutes in. Ten minutes in, her family's dead. Yeah, yeah. her husband's dead. Yeah. The neighbor girl killed him. Yeah. Chaos is a muck. Oh, that was her neighbor girl? Okay. Yeah, because yeah. remember, she's the girl, She she in the very beginning, she was like, when she's going home, uh-huh. the main character. The little girl on the roller skates. Yeah, she's like on the oh, rollerblades. that's right. Whoa, excuse me. <laughs> well, and then she just gets in her car and she's fleeing. And as she's fleeing, just the pandemonium going on in the background. They did a great just, job yeah. on that. They made that And that was a real. great shot. It was a great sequence. Yeah. yeah. And the husband like, all right, I can't catch her. I'll move on to this guy. Yeah. Oh, what's going on? Why are you attacking me, Fred? <laughs> yeah, no, th- that was just. I I love to set up. Uh, now you know I love, and this is for me. It's a wash again, like Night Living Dead and uh, 
I really love the original Dawn of the Dead, and I really like what he did with it because it wasn't like it was a remake, but it was just a little different. Just a bit and he, different. And I was like, I don't want it. What's the point of? And well, people complain sometimes when they see a remake. I mean, sometimes if it's a shitty remake, it's a shitty remake. But I don't understand. You know, understand when people are like, well, it's not exactly like the one I just watched. Where they watch <coughs> I like it. Shot. If you're going to remake it, do it a little different. We don't do it shot for shot. Yeah, don't do it shot for shot. We Remaking have... is not about doing that. It's about doing it. It's and about reinterpreting a, it. He had it yeah. uh, adapted to our time anyway. It's from 1978 to 2004. Yeah. Right. Different people were different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. but And Ving Rhames was badass in this fucking oh, movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. The acting uh-huh. was much better than the first movie. I didn't think that Ken Forhe, uh, I, I, I don't know. I liked, I thought the acting was okay. Well, I didn't say it was fabulous, award-winning, you know, Shakespearean acting. I just said the acting was way better than the original. <laughs> well, they yeah, higher caliber guys. Right. The original, the acting was a little rough in a lot of places. But... On the, in the remake, like that one actor, actor I can't pronounce this, Miki Pfeiffer, who plays... Mackay Pfeiffer. Mackay yeah, Pfeiffer. Yeah, the, the guy whose girlfriend... And this yeah, he, I think he did a pretty good job. He, like, I liked his character. That scene where, he, like, his baby... Like, yeah. He fought so hard just for his family. And, yeah. And, and I like that, that, like, character development because it's like he's losing his grip on, after, yeah. on everything. And there's so many tro- of the zombie trope that they just... They're too calm. It's it's yeah. almost like they don't lose their shit. And and, you and, could tell he lost it, right? I mean, because that amount of trauma and over and over, and here he is this child, and you know, after all that, and yeah, I I, I really like that whole story arc. I have a it's very uncomfortable for me to watch it in a good I'm way. Sure, just how well they did it, and of course, the end scene where they try to get away from the mall and the big ass bus van. Right. Yep. Oh, that one scene with the chainsaw where they get in the big car accident. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, I'll hold this chainsaw. And oh, then he and falls like, over. <laughs> Why are you chainsawing in a, in a moving vehicle? Oh, my God. When I saw the theaters, that made me like crawl up. Just like, oh, owie. And that one actor who plays the douchebag, Ty something. Oh, yeah. He does such... There job. has to be a douchebag in every zombie movie. Well, he, I think he's a good actor because I saw him in this. I know him from this originally. And then he he um, then went into Modern Family and he is hilarious now. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's and right. he's super nice in that show. He's like the lovable dad. You know, it's very nice to everybody. And But in this oh, movie, he's a total, total douche. You know. No. So yeah. So Ty Bureau is a great actor. I like him. <laughs> I like him too. But I I I, I really like this. I really like uh, this version, two thousand four version. I did too. It was a lot different. And like I said before, it's a lot more action, and it made me fall in love with that Johnny Cash song when the man yeah, comes it was around. Yeah. Oh, that's dude. on my playlist big time. I love Johnny Cash. Yeah. That that song just fit perfectly. Oh, right it did. There. It was total. Oh my. Oh. 
So yeah, two thumbs and, up for this movie. And for and me. and then the end where they get to the boat. And this. Oh. oh, and then there's you know, and that that cooler, and then the they get off the boat, and then they're just like ah. It's zombie you know, island now. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty much zombie <laughs> island. Fuck. <coughs> it just yeah. That's no. how I took it. Everyone died. Yeah. I actually liked this movie a lot. It's yeah. good. It's scary. It's rough. It's, it's entertaining. It's colorful, but that that that's Zack Snyder for you. Yeah, his shots are he, very that, beautiful. That's where he's doing movies like this is where he shines. Not take not you know not the DC stuff. That he, he can't handle too much. No, no, you're right. It seems like when his budget is restricted a little bit, he he gets like uh, M Night. Take away his budget, he puts out pretty good shit. And I think Zack Snyder shouldn't write. No, you're right. He should I not think, write because he did this movie in 300. If I'm correct, he didn't direct. Both he didn't write both of them, and they're both good movies for what they are. Yeah, James Gunn, uh, James Gunn, and George Romero wrote the wrote uh, the two thousand four Night Living Dead. Sometimes directors are not strong in their writing. Yeah, skills. which is fine. We won't. What, what what was that look for? What was that look I for? I know who you're referring. To. <laughs> oh, are you jabbing but, at him? But yeah. I've never said I was. I know. Writer. I'm teasing you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm I'm proving a point that it could still be a good thing, even if the director. It's a, often a better thing if the director didn't write it, if the director is just fulfilling the dream. I thought it'd be easier if the writer, if you could write and direct. Well, I, but that, not out every out director, this. because the writers, as a speaking as a writer, okay. Mm-hmm. My focus as a writer, it's all in my head, okay. And I may not necessarily know how to create it visually, all right, but I know how to describe it visually. Now, he, as a camera and director, knows how to create it visually, but may have more trouble describing it visually. Okay, so you work together. Right. Okay. So that's why you, you know, when you say it's a director, that normally when his movies, it's somebody else's script, he's really good, but if he writes his own stuff... It may not, you know. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, yes, there's a lot of writer directors, but yeah, not a not most, everyone. Not everyone does it. Um, there's oh. producer and directors. Not everyone does that either. So. <laughs> I like on this movie too, on the 2004, how he hired actors that had missing limbs in real life. Yeah. Oh. And used them and just dress them up. Practical you, effects. Yeah, yeah. Practical effect. Like the one guy with no legs crawling. On the top and then jumping on. This. Yeah, like, I kind of like. Uh, was it was it CK, the one of the security guards when they get there and they mm-hmm. had like. The, I like his turnaround. His you know he was like a total dick and you wanted him to die, but towards the end he was like a hero and you were rooting for him. Well, it's yeah, because he were. was he was following his little mentor, the douchebag. And no, then, no, no, he was the, he was, he oh, was oh. falling. Well, he then was the leader, not, not, not the pretty boy, oh, the okay. guy, the other guy. The DJ, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> the thing is, Kelly. is the fact that at some point he realized that it was a no-win situation. Yeah. And you just buck up, brah. When he fucking blasted that propane tank. Yeah. yeah. Boom. I like that scene. And, <laughs> you know, it was, it was much gorier. Yeah. Um, way gorier. Way gorier. Way more, you know, way more like scary, jump scare, crazy zombie than the uh, than the original. Had Max Hedrum in there. I forgot. Dude, that's yes, his, it did. What's mm-hmm. his name? Max who? Uh, well, Max. What? Oh, Do I need I to punch you? He's, he's he wasn't. 
Uh, You've never heard of Max Headroom? I don't think so. Lord have mercy on my soul. Oh, I'll have to show you. We'll Google it later. But (laughs) the thing is, is it's been, like, brought up in, like, ridiculously of pop culture these days, now that the 80s are back. (laughs) I'm surprised James Gunn helped write this. I don't know if he was that far back. Oh, my God. He's got a good career. He's been around. He's he was a trauma guy. Oh, no, trauma. He was. He's, you laugh, but a lot of people came up through trauma. I know. I know. Samuel Eddie, Jackson, hey, y'all got to start uh, somewhere. Um, James Gunn. I forget the other. A lot of directors. A few big actors have all come from. That's why. Uh, uh, what's his name? Lloyd Kaufman is in. He has a bit part in Guardians of the Galaxy because James Gunn was kind of. Uh-huh. Just, you know, you know. Thanks for giving me my my big break. So he used to be a writer for a trauma, and then he started directing. Well, you know what? Not all of well, yeah, a lot of trauma was interesting writing. Oh yeah, um, you got stuff like uh, Tromeo and Juliet. That was a big film. That was one of their biggest films, written and directed by James Gunn. Okay, I have to look this stuff up. This guy's been around for a minute. And He's then there creative. was poultry. Was it poultry guys <coughs> trauma? And poultry guys. Poultry guys. <laughs> oh my god, that was terrible. It yeah. was terrible in a yeah. It was terrible. In a and he way. was even had part musical. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, because it was like one song. It wasn't mm-hmm. like it was any. You know, it was one song. Yep. Usually, musicals you have uh, several numbers. No, right. it was the same song in different scenes. Yeah. Is weird, but uh, yeah, I loved it. It was uh, there's no losers on this one. No, no, even you know, there's one coming up. It freaked me out in the theater, and it still creeped me out now, even now that I'm rooting for the zombies a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it, it still creeped me out now. It's done, even to this day. It's 15 years old. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it still holds up to this day. Absolutely. Now, uh, I'm going to switch gears. I wanted to um, get to our segment on uh, educating Ed. That's me. Oh, okay. Well, we. Uh, what, are you going to pull up some Max Headroom now? No. no. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, what are we educating Ed on now? This uh, this segment, I, I have him watch a movie that is a cult or... Dignif- or a certified classic horror movie that I'm surprised he's never seen. So this month is um, Fright Night, the original, 1986. 85. Ooh, look at you. So I have IMDb, right? <laughs> I can't, I can't. I'm not going to take credit for that. Oh. <laughs> um, what'd you like? Did I you, liked it. it. I wish I saw it earlier so- and younger. 80s. It's, it's so of course it's 80s. It's so it takes place. perfect. Right. But it works <laughs> for what it is. Oh, I know. It, I'm not. I'm not putting it down when I say that. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's just, it's, it's nostalgic. I wish I saw it in the 80s or early 90s. I wish I did. I don't know why I never did. Especially since there's like Evil Eddie or Evil Ed. <laughs> evil Ed. Yeah. And so Jerry Dandrus is hands down the coolest vampire. Yeah. <laughs> And then also, like, Amanda <coughs> Bierce is mm-hmm. in it, who's from uh, Married with Children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the rig- the bad guy, bad guy, uh, Chris Sarandon, if I'm saying that right. I did- he was in Princess Bride. Yeah, so there's Chris, a lot of faces. Uh, yeah, Sir- Chris Sarandon. 
So there's faces I recognize. But generally, I like this movie a lot. I it was a good it was vampire, it. and I like the concept. I've never seen this or heard this before. Oh. But the cross doesn't work unless you, you believe in it. Yeah. Which, real, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Which I liked. I've never seen That's that That's why before. you don't see me hold... Never mind. Um, <laughs> That's why... Um, but um, I've never seen that in another movie, and I liked it a lot. I love this movie. I saw this when it first came out, and I was like... I don't know. I just loved it. And I loved that Jerry Dandridge was... Like a real threat. I mean, he yeah. wasn't like he was like telling him, "Don't fuck with me. Don't just don't." <laughs> he I'll was like, you. "I don't want to do what I will do." And no. I was like, you never see that. Usually, they're just you know pretty much like cat and mouth through. Yeah, the whole they're very movie. much just like uh, through the mustache twirling bad guy. Twenty five minutes, he's threatening them. Yeah, and throwing them across the room. He's like, "Be quiet! You don't want to get your mom." And then he fucking tosses them <laughs> through the the closet. And he's like, that line he has: "I'll give you something I don't have a choice." And I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> I never thought of it that way." I was like, "Yeah, he's a cold motherfucker." I like this movie a lot. I love this movie. Oh, it's, it's a, a classic. It is yeah, a classic. and the outfit the vampire. I remember guy wears seeing it at the Egy- the Egyptian theater downtown Boise. Which yeah. is one of those theaters that was originally a silent theater with is, the whole bandstand, and it was yeah. all the Egyptian oh, wow. theme. And then they restored it. I don't know what they've done with it since then, but they had restored it in the '80s, and it was kind of like the it was kind of like the uh, Baghdad theater of its time. Oh, okay. only they, they didn't serve pizza. S- right. Silent you know? movie there. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. yeah, and, and I went and saw Fright Night there, and I sat in the balcony. I also saw. Um, Damn it! The 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 Stephen King um, anthology with the truck, with the uh, uh, night shift. Oh, night shift. Wait, yeah. Night shift. Was it night shift or was it? You talk. You are you thinking of um, Stephen King? One of his four. The, yeah, with the the everything comes alive. Uh-huh. That's that. That's, no, I'm not thinking night. about that one. I'm thinking about just oh, one of the ser- one of the anthologies. Was the black truck that was killing things? And then the other anthology was the silver bullet, and then the other anthology was—I think it was from the novel Night Shift. Yeah, but you're—you said and you keep saying anthologies, but you're th- you're yelling out, s- but they're all singular movies. Silver Bullet is a is a st- is a movie. Uh, Night Shift is a movie, but they didn't come out until the nineties. Okay. Um, and it was, and they only used what one was story. the one? What was the? Okay, now I have to look up Stephen King. What was the one? <laughs> Maximum Overdrive? No, before that. Christine. No, before that. Be- well, that was the first. Uh, what? Carrie was okay, the first you know, Stephen King okay, movie. I'm talking about his books of short stories. Okay. Salem's Lot? No. Jesus. Never <laughs> fucking mind. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't have them all on, on call. I was like, oh, I know this. All right. Let's look up. All, see all filmography. All right. Do, 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 do. Pets, no, no. The one with the really awesome Chevy truck, stepside black truck. And the, oh, you keep what oh, black truck? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the. Wait a minute. Are you talking about Duel? No. God damn, Stephen King. You've been busy lately. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, I write dude! Stories in I'm, I'm still scrolling, and I'm only down to like 2010. Jesus, goddamn, good job! He is very creative. It's I very love prolific, Stephen King. Very prolific. 
black truck. Well, you why you're looking on that? Well, I'm scrolling. I still haven't gotten. I'm still scrolling. I still haven't gotten to the eighties yet. We just got into. Um. So I like this movie, and I'm trying to watch the remake. With that young boy that unfortunately died at a yeah, young age. Who's great actor. Yeah, Green Room was, was the wonderful. Green Room was awesome. I like that one. Um, but that was shot around here, for around us. Yeah, yeah. The like last North, shot is Mount Hood. Northwestern and uh, Rednecks. I like yeah. to call them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but uh, he, Florida uh, trees. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm excited about seeing. I don't know about Colin Farrell as a vampire. He's a hit or miss for me as an actor. It's weird. He's kind of like, for me, he's kind of like Nicolas Cage. He'll do like a, a movie where he's just like wasted, and then then he'll do plot some like serious dramatic thing. Yeah. You're like, God damn, I forgot you are a good actor. Like The Lobster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a good movie. Or the killing of a, or the killing of a sacred deer. I never saw that one. Uh, check it out. It's okay. On, it's on Amazon. But Prime. that's what I mean. Like sometimes he hits out of the park. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. But I liked Fright Night. I wish I saw this when I was younger. It would have probably have a better, closer, nostalgic feeling to me now that I'm watching this eighty movie. Right. I was one when this came out. Oh wow! So that's I would. So weird. Oh. So I would have had to watch this in the nineties. But maybe that's why I didn't watch it. I don't know. But. I was watching The Dentist, so I don't know why I didn't watch this movie. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's the Dentist 2. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know they Fuck made a second up, one. Does Corbin Burnson play The Dentist? I think so. Oh, I think so. Corbin. It's been a long time. <laughs> but I was watching that instead of this movie, so I wish oh. I did that instead. Well, That's how much I like this one. All right, I'm going I'm to have a movie for you for next month, but I okay. don't know what it is yet. Okay. I had some, because uh, I know there's a lot that you. How about seen. Love at First Bite? Oh, is that Jim Carrey one? <laughs> yeah, it's Jim Carrey. I saw that. No, one. it's not. It's not that one. Yeah, and we're it talking is. about Ricardo Montalban. Love at First Bite. At first You're thinking bite. of the. Um, I'm thinking of Once Bitten. Once Bitten. Once Bitten. Okay. No, Love at First Bite is Ricardo Montalban. It's and and uh, um um God damn it, um Romancing the Stone, the blonde. Um, oh, okay. Um, okay, what's her name? Damn it, I love not her. Kate Capshaw. No, Kate, uh, before her, not Kate Hudson. Hold on, Romancing the Stone. God damn, what is her name? She's also in uh, Great uh, Actress. Battle of the Roses. Yes, Great Actress. I never heard of any of this. Remember why am I? Yeah, of the Roses. Uh huh. Um, oh gosh, what is her name? Well, we'll we'll, we'll come back to her. Let's, let's but in any case, <laughs> this is this is, this is um. All right, um, let's shift gears. Uh, before we go, I for, we usually do this earlier. I just kind of forgot about it. Books? Any books you've been reading? No. I finally finished uh, oh. the uh, Zuko series of. Um, God damn it! Infected. The infected. I I've gotten through book three. I bought book four. Haven't started it yet. I Have finished both? book six. I finished the first one and I'm halfway through the second one. Mm. 
So I've at least read the first or listened. To I'm the first enjoying one. it so far. You like it as much as he's like obviously inserting him and people he knows. He's writing what he knows, right. but he's not doing it like I'm the he big fat hero. Look at me, I'm a goddamn hero. It, you know, it's pretty visceral. It gets really good. Is uh, a lot of things go down in book six, mm-hmm. a lot, and I was like, when it, I really like, it's weird. I, I you get used to the. I remember I, I said after book two, you kind of. I don't really like the voice guy because I've listened to all the audiobooks. I didn't read this. I just this was time for reading. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't not this month. Anyway, I uh, I I had to get used to that guy's voice because I didn't like it. Yeah, you complained about him before. The story oh, was I'm good sorry, enough. I'm sorry, actually keep... read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so much better. But this, <laughs> I uh, I really liked how uh, it just. Yeah, it just kept changing, and it was a good story. Okay. It just made me want to go, like, if I won the lottery, I would make this movie. I yeah. Would make, I no, would make, I totally, the whole I'd time I'm reading movies. it going, we could totally do this. We could totally do this if we had a fucking budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just like, I really... I and was, do they stay in this area? Oh, yeah, totally. Book? Oh, they, okay. they, yeah. Oh, I we, will tell you this. know where they're at. Yeah, I, yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, there's a battle that goes down. It's like, I know exactly where mm-hmm. that's at. Okay. That's at. Um... But yeah, the the movie uh, or the movie the book the book starts in Portland. Right, I've read the first one. Yeah, and uh, then they end up in Vancouver, Vancouver yeah. for a lot of it. The book six ends in Battleground. Okay, okay, which is just I like, don't know Battleground. Battleground is north, twenty minutes north of here. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I maybe drove in there once or twice. Let's just say it's very it's very um, conservative, large apostolic Lutheran community. A lot of farmhouses. A lot of farming. A lot of large pieces of property still. I like um, that kind of land. Yeah, though. yeah. People are always sometimes are Although crazy. their property values are going up, man. Ooh-wee. I bet. I think everything. But yeah, I've been enjoying the series. I bought book four, just haven't started it. Um, mm-hmm. I read uh, Good Omens, Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. Oh, is that any good? It's I know hilarious. It's hilarious. Excuse me. It's it's a good story. Have you you have you watched this series on Amazon yet? Not yet. Oh, it's it's campy. It's it's really good. I really enjoyed the book. I really enjoyed the series. If you're into less than serious supernatural, what's you know, the name of it again? Good Omens. Oh, I watched the first episode. Today. Yeah. Okay. The book is hilarious. Oh, so it is. It's based on a book. Okay. Oh yeah. The book came out in I think the like 90s anyway or late 90s early 2000s the first episode was really funny i want to oh, keep watching yeah. it no the book is so good okay so good and i've been reading the handmaid's tale but i have to oh. read that one in doses because yeah i bet <laughs> oh <laughs> fuck i bet yeah I'm, I'm i'm well the first infected book i read in like four hours um, i've had this for a week and i'm 17 pages in <laughs> and it's not for my reading speed it's because oh no, i don't think that i think you're a fast reader <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah because i guess that's all we've covered with the books mm-hmm. i want to talk more about romero but i just want to do like a, a quick like look at uh just walk through some of his movies we'll talk about them and then we'll just call them the night but um 
Let me start out. Obviously, we already talked about. He hasn't shot anything in a while, has he? Well, he's dead now. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> he's dead, Jim. He's, he's dead. dead. Or dead, Ed. He's <laughs> dead, Ed. Hey, at least that might rhymes. Yeah, he's dead, Ed. <laughs> so after totally uh, he did. Like, after Night Living Dead, we already covered uh, once he did Between the Dawn of the Dead. Uh-huh. So he did a movie I forgot about. It was just really bad. Night Riders. It what? was like... Yeah, Ed Harris show. was in it. That's a TV Ed Harris show, is a right? solid actor, though. <laughs> oh, Ed Harris. Yeah. I'm not saying that's that a Westworld guy, mm-hmm. right? I'm just yeah. saying, it was yeah, that's a Westworld guy. This is and Ed the Abyss, Harris, and yeah, I like uh, it's a medieval re-enta- reenactment troupe finding. Oh, those can go really incres- wrong. Uh, incessantly difficult to keep their family-like group together with pressure from local law enforcement, interest from inner. Interest from entertainment agents and a growing sense of delusion from their their leader. It's just, yeah, it's, it's never saw, never heard of it. Don't care about yeah. it. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, creep show. Forgot he did creep show. He did. He did creep show. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I like That's, that one. Him and Stephen King were that. buddies. Stephen King wanted to do a project with him, and they came no. up with Creep Show, which was fucking gold. And Stephen King yeah, did a good yeah. job. Yeah, Creep Show is really great. That is a fucking classic. And that's when I classic. say I love campy horror. Mm-hmm. That's the type of stuff I'm talking like about. Creep Show. Creep Show is totally campy. Well, they're doing they're doing comic book strips. Right. So that's yeah. why. The that's why the colors are so exaggerated. It, yeah. It's a great movie. It still holds up. I mean, it's awesome. Uh, Meteor shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Day of the Dead. Uh, Uh It was 1985, which is my least favorite of the Dead series. But, you know. Yeah, they started getting smart, which I'm kind of... Yeah, I didn't like the idea of a learning zombie. Yeah. It just, you know, I don't know. Uh, His movie, I forgot he did, Monkey Shines. Never saw that. That was actually not horrible. It was weird. It was weird. But the one monkey to ching. Yeah, well, yeah, it was uh, that was just on the poster, but yeah, it was basically a oh. guy that um, ends up getting paralyzed, ends up uh, quadriplegic. Uh-huh. And he has a mental link with a monkey, a helper monkey, uh-huh. and like he finds his wife's cheating on him. So he has he's in, in his head. He has this monkey go and do these. Deeds like kill them and oh, evil monkey, yeah, evil so. monkey. Uh, Two monkey. Evil Eyes was 1990. I never saw that movie, but I remember the poster. Um, The Dark Half, yeah, Bruiser. Well, The Dark Half was again a Stephen King, yeah, but Romero directed, yeah, they're, yeah, they're that, friends, yeah, that's what it, yeah, they high five <laughs> because after I think after Darabont got his hooks into it, it was just like. That's my guy because he really does encapsulate. You know, he really didn't capture a lot of Stephen King properties. Um, Land of the Dead was his return to the zombies, yeah. which you know it was. It was okay, but I don't like the learning zombies. Yeah, it was not that good at all. Diary of the Dead was pretty. I like Diary of the Dead because it was like uh, it was. Night Living Dead, but in what 2007? It was, it was happening in Pennsylvania. It was like it was just updated Night of Living Dead, pretty much in a different. I have to look this one up. Oh, you've never seen Diary of the Dead? Mm-mm. 
Oh, it's kind of like um, a documentary or mockumentary. Oh, it's because it, it was a documentary team, or it was, it was uh, this film group that were going into the Pennsylvania woods to film a movie over the weekend. Zombie apocalypse <gasps> happens while it's going down, so they just document what they see, trying to get back into. I did see this. I remember that one scene in the hospital with one kid jabs. Yeah, through. yeah, yeah. That's that's Damn, it. Damn, I think I just forgot about it. So, um, uh, and unfortunately, his last movie was uh, 2009 Survival of the Dead. This movie was... <sighs> I've never even heard of it, yeah. so I must have taken it. It was dog shit. It was, yeah. It was just... It was mostly about, like... It was, was on him this, paying for his it was chemo? On this, well, it was on this <laughs> island community like a island community and it was basically the hat the hatfields versus mccoys during the zombie apocalypse on this island and you have this zombie that can retain <sighs> her memory or whatever she rides around a horse it was just awful i was like That's what a- is going on here i i didn't see diary of the dead one of the images on imdb mm-hmm. i use for my tv production class for one of my videos oh really <laughs> that's what i remember it from oh check it out thing. i liked it okay i liked it but uh it's well, different there, there's a tv show called um survival of the nation yeah that kind of uses that same concept of someone who's half zombie <coughs> half mm-hmm. human like they ain't right but they're not a full zombie but yeah yeah I couldn't get into that show. I didn't get any. It's on Netflix or something. Yeah, Yeah, I just haven't. There's too many zombie shows. Yeah, I like. Yeah, they got cray-cray. I'm watching superhero shows. I watched that Tick, which is really good, but I can't. I'm done with zombie movies or shows. I think. Yeah. Well, if they do another season of Black Summer, I'll I'll watch that. You you told no, I haven't watched it. You told me it was really good. That was actually really good. I just haven't got into it. But. Yeah, he skipped Survival of the Dead. Okay. Other than that, he's done some. He had high. He started great. high and yeah, and landed low. Like it wasn't. Hooper. I didn't plan for it to be a just kind of evolved into a, a Romero episode, right. but respect yeah. our dues. I respect know it. Hey, Amen. Yeah, yeah. All right. Here's to Romero. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, we will see you next month. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see you guys. Good night.